segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast i'm your host once again james and i'm joined once again by nate and matty what's up boys so yeah yo all right in today's episode we're gonna go right back recapping the games uh from sunday uh, we'll look at some of the games that finished on monday as well and i guess some of the scores of the games in progress then we'll move into basketball pickups for the week for fantasy and then we'll just hop right into the preview for the Tuesday game slate, just look at some of the games and project out some of the winners. So let's just hop right into it. We'll start with the recap for Sunday. Uh, first game, the Brooklyn Nets beating the San Antonio Spurs 121 to 119. Close game here. Um, I guess looking at the leaders, leader in points for the Nets was Kevin Durant with 28, Lonnie Walker at 25 to lead the Spurs, uh, Nick Claxton 14 rebounds to lead the Nets, while Yaka Pearl had 12 to lead the Spurs. And then both DeJounte Murray and James Harden had 12 assists to lead their respective teams. I guess, Nate, I'll start with you. I guess, what are your thoughts on the Nets? Um, I feel like this was a little bit too close for them. Um, the Nets should be, I guess, one of the best teams in the league. So they should be able to, I guess, um, do a little bit better than this, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. I think the Spurs put up a great effort. I guess, Mete, what are your thoughts on the Spurs? Spurs put up a great fight here. They only lose by two points to one of the best teams in the league, in my opinion. And they did this while missing a bunch of guys. So it makes it even more impressive. They got hit with COVID recently. So they had guys like Joshua Primo, Kita Bates-Diop, Lonnie Walker uh, in their starting five, who they usually wouldn't even play off the bench. So, yeah, I was really impressed with this performance and they got so close to winning. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, Walker led them in points. Primo also played really solid. Uh, definitely a bright future for the Spurs team. Uh, we'll move right into the next game. Uh, we have the LA Clippers being the Atlanta Hawks, 106-93. to uh, The leaders in points, Amir Coffey, 21 to lead the Clippers, while Trey Young had 19 to lead the Hawks. Then uh, Vika Zubac had 13 rebounds to lead the Clippers, while Onyeka Okongwu had 10 to lead the Hawks. And then both Trey Young and Eric Bledsoe led their respective teams with seven assists. I guess, uh, Mette, I'll start with you this time. I guess, what are your thoughts on the Clippers? Yeah, Clippers, they've been kind of on the downtrend lately. They've been without Paul George for over a week now, so that's really tough for them. They're just trying their best to uh, keep their head above the water, I guess. Uh, like I said, no Paul George. That's their best player this season without Kawhi. Yeah, and they're another team who, guys, you don't usually see, like Amir Coffey, uh, Brandon Boston Jr. They've ha had to play them now. And for this game, Coffey had a great game. And they at least won this game. So... Like I said, they're kind of on the downtrend, but hopefully this win helps them out. Yeah, it's been tough with all the injuries we've had. I guess, Nate, I'll bounce to you. I guess, uh, what's the issue with the Hawks? They've been losing a lot of games. I guess the Hawks are kind of in a similar situation to the Clippers in the sense that they haven't really been um, doing doing the best lately. 
they had a pretty long adjustment period at the beginning of the season as well. So that kind of made the margin for error a lot lower for the Hawks. So now I guess they're in a situation where um, they have to make sure that things um, go right, but it hasn't really been going right so far. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, this is a really solid team we saw last year in the playoffs, and they just really haven't played like it for most of the season. So hopefully they can turn it around. I guess moving on to the next game, Washington Wizards being the Orlando Magic, 102 to 100. Um, point leaders, Kyle Kuzma, 27 to lead the Wizards. Terrence Ross, 32 to lead Orlando. Uh, Kuzma also had 22 rebounds. Um, that's probably a, a career high, if not a season high for one game for Kuzma. Uh, he led uh, the Wizards in that, while uh, Mo Bamba had ninth lead the Magic. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, 10 assists to lead the Wizards, while uh, Chuma Okiki had uh, five to lead the Magic. Um, Nate, I'll just bounce to you on the Wizards. I guess, what are your thoughts on the win? Um, I mean, it's a, it's an okay win against the uh, Magic team that, even though they're one of the um, worst teams in the East, they seem to have like um, an ability to pull a random upset. So I think uh, the Magic are a little better than their record suggests. So it's not a bad win for sure. I guess, Mete, bouncing to you, I guess, what thoughts do you have for the Magic? I feel like I've been saying this for the last couple games. You asked me about the Magic, but they got close again, only a two-point loss. And their record is brutal. I feel like they're a bit better than that. Like I said, I feel like these games, at least the ones you've asked me about, they've put up really good fights, but they just can't get it done at the end. So, yeah, that's tough, but they're a young team. So I don't think uh, them losing this much right now, it's like necessarily a really bad thing. Yeah, I don't think so either, especially the way guys like Terrence Ross have played, been really solid for them. So, yeah, um, they, they do have some good players, so it's nice to see them sort of ball out. Um, moving on to the next game here, we have the Toronto Raptors being the New Orleans Pelicans, 105-101. to 101. Um, Fred Van Vliet led the Raptors with 32 points, Brandon Ingram 22 to lead the Pelicans. Um, Jonas Valanciunas 17 rebounds to lead the Pelicans, while Pascal Siakam had 10 to lead the Raptors. And then for assists, Siakam also led the Raptors with seven assists, while Garrett Temple had six for the Pelicans. Uh, Mete, I'll start with you. I guess um, you can talk a bit about both teams here. Yeah, uh, big win for the Raptors. Fred VanVleet, he's been playing absolutely insane lately. Hopefully, he can make the All-Star game. He definitely deserves it. And he came up big down uh, in the clutch when the Raptors needed him. Uh, I feel like Ever since the Raptors went into a lockdown, uh, there have been zero fans allowed in the Scotiabank Arena. I think they've been undefeated. So uh, some, I know a lot of people like to say uh, home court advantage is huge, but it's kind of like the opposite for the Raptors. No fans, but they're still winning. But yeah, this was a good game for the Pelicans. They've been a bit better. They were off to a brutal start. They kind of fixed up their record. This was Valanciunas's first game, I believe, and back in Toronto. It sucks. He didn't get an ovation from the fans like Ibaka, but I'm sure when he comes back and there's fans there, he'll definitely get the ovation he deserves. 
Yeah, I was going to say, Mete, they didn't have you in the stands, but they were still able to get the win. So, yeah, good for the Raptors. I guess, Nate, what are your thoughts on this game? Um, Pretty good game by uh, the Raptors. Um, I guess it's especially good to be, uh, a, I guess, a regularly healthy team with um, JV playing, with Brandon Ingram playing. So, yeah, pretty good job by the Raptors. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like Mete said, they've been on a hot streak. They're seventh in the East right now. Let's see how far they can move up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, getting to the next game, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves beat the Houston Rockets 141 to 123. Carl Anthony Towns led the Wolves with 40 points. Christian Wood, 22 for the Rockets. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt, 19 assists, sorry, 19 rebounds to lead the Wolves. Christian Wood had eight to lead the Rockets. D'Angelo Russell had 10 assists to lead the Wolves while Kevin Porter Jr. had eight. Uh, Nate, let me get to you on the Wolves. I guess, what are your thoughts on this win? Um, Even though it's the Rockets, it's still kind of, um, I still think it's a good win because I guess they were able to lead by a pretty large amount. So I guess this was pretty good by the Wolves. Yeah, I mean, they're a top eight team in the West right now. They have had a good season, even though it has been up and down. I guess, Matty, I'll get to you on the Rockets. What are your thoughts on them? Yeah, it's pretty much a write-off, sadly, for the Rockets. They've got a brutal record. They're playing in the West. But they've got a, uh, a young team, so that's good for them. They've got a good future, I think. Kevin Porter Jr., he had a rough game here, only 3 of 10 from the field. I At least I believe he's much better than that. He's shown great potential last season. I think he dropped like a 40-point game, something like that. Jalen Green, he's kind of been struggling lately, but he's a rookie, so you got to live with that. And like we say usually, it's like a lot of these games are tryouts for most of these guys. And Josh Christopher, he's another young one. He had a good game here. And I really like what I see from Garrison Matthews. He's a really good shooter. So although the record is bad in Houston, I think they've got talent they can work with in the future. Yeah, I definitely agree. Getting a lot of young players in there, a lot of good young talent. So pretty much uh, it's, it's all up from here for that team. Uh, getting to the next game, Denver Nuggets beating the OKC Thunder 99-95. I guess looking at the leaders here, Kola Jokic, 22 points to lead the Nuggets. Uh, Lou Dort with 14 to lead the Thunder. And then Jokic had uh, 18 rebounds to lead the Nuggets, while Josh Kiddy had seven to lead the Thunder. Kiddy also had eight assists to lead the Thunder, while um, Compazzo had uh, eight to lead uh, the Denver Nuggets. I guess, Mete, I'll bounce to you first on the Nuggets. What are your thoughts on the win? Really close win against a rebuilding team in OKC. But they got it done. I've been saying this for weeks now. One-man show, Jokic, he's always showing up. It's just who's going to help him out. And in this game, he got help from Austin Rivers and Jeff Green. So that's great to see. Uh, yeah, the Nuggets, I feel like I'm a bit too critical on them. But I just I would like to see how they do in the playoffs as I think Jokic needs help. Yeah, I mean, for them to be still sixth in the West with a lot a lot of the injuries they've had, I think it's pretty impressive also. Um, I guess, Nate, I'll bounce to you. What are your thoughts on OKC? I think this was a pretty good game by OKC. Um, I think the Nuggets 
while they would be a better team if they had more more help, but they do have a really good player in uh, Nikola Jokic. I think he's an MVP caliber player. He's unfortunately probably not going to get the vote just because he's on the Nuggets, but um, I think the um, OKC Thunder did a really good job trying to uh, hold them off until the last quarter. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it came down to the wire, so um, I guess good job on the Thunder in that sense. Uh, moving on to the next game, Dallas Mavericks being the Chicago Bulls, 113-99. Luka Doncic, triple-double, 22 points, 14 rebounds, and 14 assists, all to lead the team. And then for the Bulls, Zach Levine led the team with 20 points. Derek Jones Jr., eight rebounds to lead the Bulls. And then DeMar DeRozan, eight assists to lead Chicago. I guess, Nate, I'll start with you. What are your thoughts on the Mavericks? Uh, this was a really good game by the Mavericks because the Bulls, again, they're one of the best teams in the entire league, not just the East. So being able to beat a team um, like the Bulls, I think, is a good sign for any team, even the Mavericks. Yeah, really solid game overall for Dallas. I guess, Betty, I'll bounce to you. I guess, what are your thoughts on Chicago? Yeah, I still really like this team. It's really tough to win every game. So, yeah, it happens. Losses like this. Mavericks, they were at home. And I think at the point of our last week's recap, they were like eighth or ninth. So for them to be fifth right now means they got hot lately. They've been winning. So they just caught the Mavericks at a bad time. Yeah, I think ever since Luca's come back, it's just been night and day at this point for, for Dallas. And yeah, Chicago, like you said, it's probably just a one-off. They're not going to win every game. Let's hope they can bounce back for the next one. Getting to the next game, uh, Golden State Warriors being the Cleveland Cavaliers, 96-82. to um, It was good to see Klay Thompson back out there. Uh, it's been uh, long overdue for him. Uh, but let's get to the leaders here. Steph Curry, 28 points to lead the Warriors. Lamar Stevens, 17 to lead the Cavs. Uh, Kevon Looney, 18 rebounds to lead the Warriors. Well, Jared Allen had seven to lead Cleveland. And then both Steph Curry and Ray John Rondo led their respective teams with five assists. I guess, Bette, let me get to you on the Warriors. What are your thoughts? Yeah, they get Clay back finally after two years, maybe a bit more than that. And, you know, he was really looking forward to this as, uh, there's been quite a few shoot-arounds uh, last couple of weeks, months, that he's shooting in full uniform. So, yeah, you know he just wanted to be out there, and he finally got to do that. It was kind of inefficient, but we'll just chalk it up to Russ. It was his first game in years. And, yeah, the Warriors, they currently have the best record in the West, and they just got back a multiple-time All-Star. So, look out, NBA. Yeah, like this Warriors team is just player after player they have. They're looking deeper as they have as they have been in years. So, um, yeah, good on this team. Nate, I'll just bounce to you on Cleveland. I guess, what are your thoughts on them? I mean, this wasn't too bad of a loss considering uh, Warriors are arguably the best team in the entire league right now. And they got playback. So, I mean, I was expecting the game to be a little bit closer because um, the Cavaliers are a bigger team, so they'd be able to, in theory, out-rebound the Warriors, but um, the Warriors were still able to outscore the Cavs. So, yeah, I guess that's just how it goes sometimes. 
Well, I mean, uh, Kevon Looney getting 18 rebounds was also a big part of it, considering how big that Cleveland team is. So good on him as well. Um, getting to the next game now, uh, the Portland Trailblazers beat the Sacramento Kings 103 to 88. I guess looking at the leaders here, and Fernie Simons, 31 points to lead Portland. Tyrese Halliburton with 17 to lead the Kings. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, 16 rebounds to lead the Blazers, while Alex Len had 10 to lead the Kings. And then both Nurkic and Halliburton had nine assists to lead their respective teams. Uh, Nate, I'll bounce to you on Portland. I guess what are your thoughts on their win? Uh, I think this was a much-needed win by uh, Portland. They've been slipping in the standings, and uh, they're a, a lot lower than they'd like to be. Um, I think uh, Portland is normally a playoff team every year, so if they can get to at least a play-in spot, then I think they, they have something to look forward to for the postseason. But, uh, yeah, hopefully they make it there. All right, and I guess I'll bounce to you, Mete, on the Kings. It's another tough loss for them. What are your thoughts? Yeah, definitely another tough loss. And last episode, I think I was praising them, how they were playing better. And we've been saying this, they're really up and down, and they're down again. So, yeah, it looks like at this point, the Kings are just uh, either going to show up or they won't as... They've just been doing this all year, it seems like. Yeah, they're just one of these teams where you think you see the light at the end of the tunnel, but then it just becomes dark again. So, yeah, it's really tough for them going forward. Hopefully they can find a way to bounce back. And then getting to the next game, Memphis Grizzlies beating the L.A. Lakers 127-119. to 119. Uh, Getting to the leaders here, LeBron James led the Lakers with 35 points. Desmond Bain, 23 to lead the Grizzlies. And then for rebounds, Jaron Jackson uh, led the Grizzlies with 12. LeBron James had nine for the Lakers. And then in terms of assists, Kyle Anderson, eight to lead the Grizzlies, while LeBron James had seven to lead the Lakers. I guess I'll just bounce to you, Mete. What are your thoughts on Memphis? Yeah, I keep saying this, but I'm just super impressed with this team. It seems like they keep winning and they're kind of stuck in the fourth uh, spot in the West, sadly, but... That's what happens when you play in the West. But, yeah, I'm still super impressed with this team. We saw John Morant go down for, like, a week or two, and they were still winning without him. So they've got depth. They got playoff experience last year. So I'm thinking maybe they could honestly win a playoff round this season. I I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I definitely agree. They've been playing really solid. Hopefully it does translate for them in the playoffs. And then I guess, Nate, I'll get to you on the Lakers. I mean, it seems like LeBron's doing everything, but yet this team's not winning. Yeah, it's really unfortunate because um, I think LeBron had one of the best stat, stat lines on either team, but uh, the, it, the team ended up falling up short still. And there weren't too many players that had double digits. I think Taylor Horton, uh, Tucker, I think Austin Reeves, Wayne Ellington. Those were the other players besides LeBron who had double digits and points, but I don't think any of the starters did either. Um, not even Russell Westbrook, which is kind of unfortunate. So I guess Russell Westbrook isn't known for his shooting, but at the same time, uh, 16.7% field goal is a little bit too low. 
Yeah, that's not going to cut it. He definitely needs more support. And, yeah, they have a tough schedule, so hopefully uh, they can sort of translate that into some wins. Uh, we'll move now to the Monday slate, look at some of the games that have finished. Um, the Charlotte Hornets beat the Milwaukee Bucks 103-99. to uh, Both Terry Rozier and Chris Milton at 27 points lead their respective teams. Yanis and Ted Akupo, 13 rebounds lead the Bucks. while Miles Bridges had 11 for the Hornets. Chris Middleton, 11 assists to lead the Bucs, while P.J. Washington had five to lead the Hornets. Uh, Nate, I'll just get to you on the Hornets. What are your thoughts on the win? A pretty impressive win. Um, I guess I was thinking since the Hornets are, are at home, and I think the Hornets have the decent team in terms of scoring, maybe they'd be able to keep up with the Bucs, and it looks like they were able to, so really good job by the Hornets. Yeah, for sure. Good win here. I guess I'll get to you, Mete. Uh, it looks like no holiday still for the Bucks. I guess, what are your thoughts on this loss? Yeah, it's kind of a tough loss, but I I like the Hornets. I think they're a solid team, so they were on the road. Like you said, they didn't have holiday. He's a really great point guard in this league. And just to uh, go over something last week, I found it kind of funny. I think it was after the Raptors game, the Milwaukee Bucks cut uh, the Marcus Cousins just before the game ended. So, yeah, and he double-doubled that game. So it was kind of shocking to me. I know Cousins, he's not what he was before, but for the Bucks right now, uh, Bobby Portis, their starter, they're without Brooke Lopez. And they've been running the rookie Sandro Mamu. I don't want to say his last name as I, I'll butcher it, but he's a rookie. So on this night, he only had two points, one rebound. So there's going to be nights like that where he's not playing the greatest. And if you had a DeMarcus Cousins, he could definitely help you out as he's been playing the game of basketball for a long time. You know what you'll get with him. Yeah, I definitely agree that those events, they're still very um valuable you know you can't always cut them especially when you have injuries so yeah hopefully the bucks can find a way to turn things around hopefully a holiday will be coming back soon um getting to the next game a big win here for the pistons they beat the utah jazz 126 to 116 uh kate cunningham led the pistons with 29 points donovan mitchell 31 to lead the jazz um, Hamidou Diallo had eight uh, rebounds to lead the Pistons, while Hassan Whiteside had 14 for the Jazz. And then both Mike Conley and Kate Cunningham had eight assists to lead the respective teams. I guess, Mette, I'll just get to you on the Pistons. What are your thoughts on this win? Yeah, the Pistons, they've got a brutal record, but I think they're much better than that. Last week, uh, or maybe two weeks ago, we were just talking about them beating the Bucks. And now they upset the Jazz. So, yeah, they've got potential. They're beating top teams. They've got a bright future. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I guess getting to you, Nate, looks like no Rudy Gobert in this game for the Jazz. And, I mean, they couldn't get it done. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm guessing this wasn't really too much of um, missing Rudy Gobert, although it would have been nice to have him in the lineup because – um, Hassan Whiteside did play um, really, really well this game. I think he got 21 points, 14 rebounds. So um, I think he did a good job. I think the Pistons just played um, really well this game. 
So I guess it's kind of um, an unfortunate loss um, from the Jazz. Um, hopefully they don't take too many losses from teams that are kind of lower in the standings. But yeah, I guess it's kind of how it goes sometimes. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it's just one of those games they got to put behind them and sort of try and bounce back after that. Um, moving on to the next game, Boston Celtics being the Indiana Pacers, a 101 to 98. Jalen Brown led the Celtics with 26 points. Torrey Craig led the Pacers with 19. And then for rebounds, Jalen Brown had 15 to lead the Celtics, while Demantis Sabonis had 23 to lead the Pacers. Sabonis added 10 assists to lead the Pacers as well, while Jalen Brown added six assists to lead Boston. Um, I guess, Nate, I'll just get to you on the Celtics. I mean, what are your thoughts here? Um, I think this was a much-needed win because um, the Celtics have been uh, up and down this season. Um, normally, they're a playoff-level um, team, but, uh, yeah, they've been slipping, so I guess they need to get any win they can. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. It wasn't overtime, but still we're, we're able to pull out the win. I guess, uh, Matty, I'll get to you on the Pacers. I guess, what are your thoughts on them? I've been pretty disappointed with them this season. I think they're much better than the 15 and 26 record they have. I think they've got too much talent to be 13th right now. But uh, the positives here, they brought back Lance Stevenson for the third stint. And, yeah, he's been playing great. I think he dropped 30 points two games ago. And then the game before this one, I think he had, like, 16 or 14 assists, something like that. And even this game, he didn't do too bad. So it feels like Lance Stevenson, whenever he plays for the Pacers, he he's really good. And for other teams, they see his performance on the Pacers doesn't perform as good for them. So I just find that kind of funny. But I don't know. Maybe he just really likes Indiana. I don't know. Maybe while they're at it, bring back Paul George as well. <laughs> and then they can get the whole gang back together. But yeah, um, hopefully the Pacers can start turning things around. Uh, we'll move to the next game. Another tough loss for the Spurs. They lose to the Knicks 111-96. to um, RJ Barrett led the Knicks with 31 points. DeJounte Murray at 24 for the Spurs. Um, Julius Randle, uh, 12 rebounds to lead the Knicks. While Devontae Kakok had uh, 10 to lead the Spurs. Uh, Emmanuel quickly, uh, six assists to lead the Knicks, while DeJounte Murray had five to lead the Spurs. I guess, Matty, I'll get back to you. I guess, what are your thoughts on the win for the Knicks? The Knicks, I think they're fixing up now. I feel like I was kind of too critical on them before. I was kind of harping on their bad performances. But like I said, I think they're looking better now, almost 500. We saw what they could do last year if their defense plays like this I think they were the top defense last year holding teams under 100 you're going to win a lot of games so that's their recipe for success I think yeah I definitely agree uh, defense definitely playing better uh, Julius Randle's definitely looked a lot better as well um, Nate I'll get to you on the Spurs I guess what are your thoughts there I guess um, like Mete said the Knicks were playing some really good defense so um, it was. It's a little harder to outscore a team when they're slowing you down, and um, a lot of the Knicks starters really came to play. So, um, yeah, it was just kind of unfortunate by the Spurs. I think for the most part, the Spurs did play 
pretty well, but I think they were missing some players also. So, yeah, just kind of an unfortunate loss. Yeah, I definitely agree. They have played pretty well lately, but just some of the losses have been tough. So hopefully they can turn those into wins coming up. And then moving to another game that's finished here, uh, it's Philadelphia 76ers beating the Houston Rockets 111-91. Joel Embiid, 31 points to lead the Sixers, while Jalen Green had 14 to lead the Rockets. Andre Drummond, 10 rebounds to lead the Sixers, while Kevin Porter Jr. had 6 to lead the Rockets. Then for assists, uh, Porter Jr. also had 5 to lead the Rockets, while Joel Embiid had 6 to lead Philly. Uh, Nate, I'll just bounce to you on the Sixers. I guess, what are your thoughts on the win? Um, I guess this was kind of um, an expected win by the 76ers. Um, they do have, I guess, uh, an overall stronger lineup than the Rockets right now. And they have an overall, I guess, stronger player in Embiid. So, yeah, I guess there wasn't too much doubt um, whether they were going to win or not. So, I guess pretty solid win by 76ers. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I guess I'll bounce to you on the Rockets, Mate. I guess, uh, what are your thoughts on them? Yeah, Rockets again, like I said, they're pretty much a write-off at this point. They're just looking to evaluate future talent. Another rough game from Kevin Porter Jr., but at least he helped in other ways. Six rebounds, five assists. Jalen Green, this game, he went 50%, so that's good. And Daniel Tice, he's usually either out of the rotation or he's starting since they need a center. So I feel like he's one of those veterans that they could look to trade at the trade deadline. Yeah, for sure. Like we said about the Rockets, it's more looking to next year than anything. So they're going to lose their fair share of games. And then getting to the games that are still in progress, uh, both games are in the second quarter. Portland is leading the Brooklyn Nets in the second quarter. And Cleveland is leading the Sacramento Kings also in the second quarter. We won't be covering those. So let's move to the fantasy ball pickups for the week. I guess we'll start with uh, your guard pickup, Nate. Who's your guard for the week? So for the week, I have um, Garrison Matthews. I think um, he was getting more more minutes in their one of the recent games because um, Eric Gordon wasn't playing. So He's a player that gets um, a lot of threes similar to Eric Gordon. So if you need threes, then take a look at Garrison Matthews. All right. And I guess the guard pickup I have for the week is Colby White. He's just under 50% rostered. And I mean, he's been getting the minutes with Chicago. I think in his last, um, well, I believe his last 10 or more games now, he's been averaging around 30 minutes. And I mean, his free throw has been amazing, almost perfect every game. Shooting percentage won't hurt you as well. A lot of these games, he's over 20 points with games between four and six three-pointers as well. So uh, he's just been really solid. He gets rebounds, assists. I think he had three steals in one of his recent games as well. So yeah, um, go pick up Kobe White if you need a guard, I guess more in a shallow league. And then uh, Mete, I'll get to you. Who's your guard for the week? For guard, I've been really impressed with Kiefer Sykes of the Indiana Pacers. He's sitting at 3% ownage rate for Yahoo. So he should be available in pretty much all your leagues. He's been starting lately as the Pacers, they've kind of been going through COVID and injury. So he's gotten an opportunity 
last four games as, as a starter, he's seeing 36 minutes a night, shooting 48.8%, so almost 49. That's great. Hitting 2.33s a night. The free throw percentage is at 89%. Get, he got five assists, almost a steal, 14 points. I think he's doing a great job. He's been given a good opportunity. And, yeah, I feel like, like I said, the Pacers, they've kind of been disappointing. Guys like Karis LeVert, DeMontis Sabonis, Miles Turner, they're in trade rumors. And they could be sellers. I think Kiefer Sky, Sykes, sorry, would definitely benefit from that. And I think he's definitely worth a look. All right. And I guess getting two forwards now, Nate, who's your forward pickup for the week? So I guess for the week, I do have um, Eric Gordon. Um, unfortunately, I think Eric Gordon wasn't playing in his most recent game, but um, whenever he's healthy, he's usually able to um, get double digits and points and he's able to get multiple fees. So if you need either of those categories, he's another player you can pick up for that. All right. And I guess my forward pickup for the week is Terrence Ross. He plays both shooting guard and small forward. Um, he's just under 50% rostered, so he's another shallow league guy. I mean, in the five games since he's come back, he's averaged around 30 minutes. Uh, he's only w- missed one free throw shot in all of the games combined. Um, his field goal has been solid. I mean, he shoots threes. He's had two games over 30 points. Uh, all of his games have been double digits in points. Uh, he usually averages more than five rebounds per game. And he, he averages around two assists as well. So, I mean, just pretty solid stats overall for fantasy. So, yeah, if Terrence Ross is available, go pick him up. And then, uh, Mete, I'll get to you. Who's your forward for the week? For forward, I have Lonnie Walker of the San Antonio Spurs. Shooting guard and small forward eligible. And he's sitting at 23% rostered. So, it's another guy who I think should be available. He's been starting lately as, unfortunately, the Spurs got hit with COVID recently. But it's an opportunity for Lonnie Walker. And he's seeing 26 minutes a night, 13 points, half a block, almost a steal. The rebounds and assists aren't the greatest, but his, uh, he's got a bright future. I think he's got a lot of potential. And even as a sub, he only gets four minutes less than his 26 minutes as a starter so yeah even if he gets relegated to the bench which he probably will soon uh he's still given minutes so i think he's definitely a solid pickup all right and i guess we'll move to centers now nate who's your center pickup for the week for the week you can look at um maxi cleaver um even though he is um technically a power power forward on the mavericks He's listed as power forward and center, so he's available. He's eligible for both spots. Um, I think uh, Porzingis was um, out for, I think it was COVID, if I'm not mistaken. So if he's still out for that, or if he's still out on the depth chart, then you can uh, take a look at Maxi Kleber until Porzingis comes back. All right, and then for my center pickup for the week, I have Trey Lyles from the. Uh, Detroit Pistons played pretty solid over this uh, past five game stretch. He's had uh, no fewer than double digit points. Um, he's made at least one three pointer in every game, which is pretty decent for a big. Um, and then 
in terms of rebounds, he's averaged um, like around eight per game. Uh, for assists, he's had at least one assist in every game, if not more. And he's getting steals and blocks. So, I mean, he's pretty much chipping in almost every category. And that's pretty great for depth center. So if you need one, go pick up Trey Lyles. And then, uh, Mete, I'll move to you for your center for the week. For center, I decided to go with Marvin Bagley of the Sacramento Kings. He's power forward and center eligible, and he's sitting at 18% rostered. So another guy who should be available. And, yeah, under 50%, the centers weren't too great. And Marvin Bagley, he's not having the greatest season, but he's been starting lately. He's averaging eight points almost eight rebounds so he's really close to a double double his efficiency isn't the best right now but he's just a guy that I believe in I I think he's got great potential and yeah I think he'll only get her, get better going forward all right that's going to be the end of the fantasy basketball pickups for the week so let's just move right into the preview for Tuesday's game slate uh, there's a few games here on the slate we'll start with the, the first one here um, it's the OKC Thunder at the Washington Wizards. The Wizards are favored by nine at home. I guess, Nate, let me start with you. I guess, which team do you like here? By nine, uh, I guess. Well, the Wizards are at home, so I'll just go with the Wizards. I guess, Mete, what are your thoughts on the spread? Yeah, it's kind of a tough one. Uh, it's kind of a bigger spread, but... I think I'll go with the home team and the Wizards too. I was going to say, I think the Thunder covered against the Nuggets because they were at home, but I don't think they'll be able to do it against this Wizards team, especially they've been playing a lot better lately. So I think I'm going to go with the Wizards as well. Then moving to the next game, we have the Phoenix Suns at the Toronto Raptors. Uh, Suns are favored by four on the road. Matt, I'll start with you this time. Which side do you like? This is going to be a real test for the Raptors. Suns are definitely one of the best teams. And four points is not that much. So I don't know. I really want to pick the Suns, but the Raptors are rolling right now. So maybe they can keep it close. I'll go with the Raptors. I guess, Nate, what are your thoughts on this game? I'll, I guess I'll just go with a trending team right now. Um, I'll just go with the Raptors. Yeah, I was just going to say the way the Raptors have been playing, they're they're trying to convince me to sort of take them in this game. I think I'm going to be the one to stick with the Suns just because I think if the Raptors win this, then I'll buy in after that. So like Mete, you were saying, this game's the test for them. So for now, I'm going to go with the Suns, but hopefully the Raptors do prove me wrong. And then we'll move to the next game. Uh, the Golden State Warriors are favored by one and a half on the road against the Grizzlies. Um, Nate, this time I'll start with you. I guess which side do you like here? Well, I guess um, both teams are really good. Um, I think the Warriors are the best team in the league right now. So I think they're probably one of the few teams that could cover against um, Grizzlies on the road. So I'll go with them. All right, Matty, I'll get to you. Which side do you like here? Yeah, Nathan made great points. Both really good teams. I thought at first 1.5 is too low for the Warriors, but Grizzlies are at home and they're playing great. But the Warriors just got Clay Thompson back. So, yeah, I think 
the Warriors are the safer play here. Yeah, I think you just got to lean uh, into the Warriors again until they show that they can, you know, go on a, an extended losing string. At this point, they've just been beating everybody. So I'll uh, just back them to do that. Uh, it's pretty much picking which team's going to win with that low of a spread. So I'll go with the Warriors. And then getting to the next game, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves against the um, New Orleans Pelicans. The Wolves are favored by three on the road. Um, I guess, uh, Mete, I'll start with you this time. Which side do you like here? I think I got to go with the Timberwolves. It's another low spread. And the Wolves are another team I've been impressed with this season. They are on the road, but like I said, the spread's low. I think they could win by four or more. All right, Nita, how about you? I guess, which side do you like? I think at this point, um, Timberwolves have been a little bit more consistent than the Pelicans have been. So I guess I'll just go with the Timberwolves. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like they're overvaluing the Pelicans at home. I feel like the spread should be more like five or six, in my opinion, because I feel like that's around the amount the Timberwolves should win by at least. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Wolves as well. Um, Let me see here if there's a spread for this game. Um, Let me just refresh my feed because I'm not getting one of the spreads. Um, Yeah, there's no spread yet for the Pistons and Bulls. So, um. I don't know. I assume the spread will be at least five or six, if not more for the bulls. Um, I I know for winners, we're probably all going to pick the bulls, but if the spreads around like five or six, I guess, Mete, which side do you like? I think even at five or six, I'd go with the bulls probably like eight or nine is when I'd start considering the pistons. But if it's anything lower than that, I'm definitely comfortable with the bulls. Yeah, I think it'll definitely like maybe open around like six or so. And then it'll probably to game time, it might tick up to around like nine or so, like you were saying. So, um, yeah, I guess if the spread is sort of around there, Nate, I guess, what are your thoughts? I guess on paper, I feel like Bulls can cover even bigger spreads, but um, Pistons have been, uh, I guess, keeping it close against strong teams. They even just beat the Jazz. So, I feel like maybe around five or six would probably be the perfect place to pick the Bulls. If it goes higher than five or six, you might actually want to lead towards the Jets. Yeah, so definitely, I guess, keep uh, in tune uh, to our uh, Instagram and Twitter uh, when we finally get the spreads, and then we'll, we'll definitely post them over there. And then one more game here. It uh, looks like the Nuggets are favored by two um, at the Clippers. Um, Nate, which side do you like for that? Uh, what's the spread again? Uh, nuggets are favored by two at the Clippers. Uh, that's pretty hard to tell, actually. I guess the Clippers are at home, but yeah, I guess this is kind of like a toss-up, so I guess just go with um, the team with the bigger with the better records, just go up the Nuggets. All right, Matty, I guess, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, like I was saying for the recap, Clippers, they've been on a downtrend lately, and it's not the biggest spread, so I think the Nuggets would be the play for me. Yeah, honestly, looking at this game, it's hard not to take the Nuggets, but, I mean, they did... Um, 
barely beat that OKC team. And I mean, the Clippers have looked a bit better. Uh, I'm not saying that the Clippers are going to win this game. Uh, it's just a tough decision for me. I, I just believe that there is upset potential here uh, with the Clippers being at home. So uh, just look out for that. I might lean in that direction. And yeah, that's the end of the Tuesday slate. I guess, Matty, I'll get to you first. Any last thoughts? Yeah, like I said, the lockdown Raptors have been playing great. Uh, great to see that. And it's great to see Clay Thompson return, long overdue. And the Warriors, they've got a great shot at winning this year, I think. Yeah, I definitely agree on both of those points. Nate, I'll just bounce to you. Any last thoughts from you? Well, apparently there's rumors about Fred VanVleet being considered for the All-Star game. So if the Raptors continue to play really well, and if Fred VanVleet continues playing like he does, we might see an undrafted player get into the All-Star game. Yeah, that would be pretty impressive considering everything he's been through, considering where he started as a bench player and slowly building himself up. So, yeah, great to see from him. And I guess uh, it's great to see uh, that the Raptors are sort of coming up in the standings as well. And, yeah, that's going to be the end of this big-time basketball episode. Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at FanFanPodcast. We'll be posting all the picks updated for these games from the Tuesday slate as well as we got NFL playoffs coming up this week and the usual NHL picks we always have so definitely go check those out and then um, for the podcast check us out on YouTube Spotify Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts make sure you like subscribe share hit the bell for notifications on YouTube comment leave us a review all that good stuff and yeah guys a uh, great slate of basketball this past weekend. Got some exciting games to look forward to starting Tuesday. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.